Hello, welcome to the show. I'm Madeline. I'm Elise, and this is You Know That's Right, a creative writing club in podcast form. Welcome to the show. Today we have a very special two-parter episode. We'll release the second one next week instead of our regular bi-weekly schedule. But in this set of episodes, we're going to be talking about our own stories that we've been working on. We're each going to tell just a little bit so that when we reference our own writing, you won't be confused anymore. (laughs) We're not going to reveal everything because like we've said, we hope to publish these one day. Yeah. So... I think we're going to start off with Elise's book, and so I'm going to let her start telling us about All her right. story. Uh, my main work is called The Dagger of Achilles. Um, I'm, I'd just like to preface this by saying that I'm in the middle of uh, planning a rewrite, so <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's complicated. So, where should I start with my main cast? If you want, okay. however you want to start. Well, I'll just start by saying, you know, I started this a long time ago. It's grown with me. There are things that have changed, characters that I have not used anymore. (laughs) I don't want to say thrown away because... If if you want to hear the full story of how we both started writing our novels, go back to episode one. First episode. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's been a long process, but... Here we are, and this is where my story is right now. I cannot promise that it will stay this way, because it probably will not. (laughs) So I'm going to start by talking about my main cast. My protagonist is Odessa. 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 We love her. She is, I mentioned this in earlier episodes, she's the least like me from any of my characters, which is very interesting. She started off a lot like me, and I was supposed to base her off myself. Like, I made a middle note. I was like, okay, I'm going to base Odessa off myself. Did not happen. She uh, slipped through my fingers there. So she has a classic, tragic Disney backstory where her parents died, um, (laughs) and she doesn't really know who she is. I think Disney has ingrained that into all of our minds as writers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it works a lot of the time. It does. Um, it definitely works in my case. She, uh, I always, I've never uh, considered changing this, but she's your classic, I feel like a lot of people do this with their main characters, archery girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, she still kind of is. It's less of a plot point. She, I'm trying to figure out how to describe her personality. I'd say she's very emotional as a character. Emotional. Angsty. Um, yeah, angsty is probably a better word. She's had a lot of stuff happening to her, and um, she's working through it. She's working through it. Um, and I try to make her very real, um, and I think this is where she's kind of like myself. She tends to be fearful, um, like, even more so than the other characters. And, of course, um, every character is. Like, that's just... She just finds herself caught up in a lot of things, um, and it's... She doesn't like it at first. Um, I think she's like a cat. A um, cat? That's how I would describe her. Yeah, I think that fits yeah. from what I know. She's kind of... She has some trust issues, too. She has... Oh, boy. She has <laughs> She has two friends. Uh, two friends. <laughs> she has two friends. 
Who are these friends? These friends are the other two main characters. Ooh, um, we have Akella. I love Akella so much. She's my favorite. She's so fun. So I can talk. I can explain Akella a lot better. She is overly, not in a villain way. She's overly dramatic, just like for fun. Like she'll be, uh, she's like me. She's a lot like me. Um, (laughs) She's very loud, much like me. She loves food. Um, (laughs) she honestly contrasts with Odessa a lot because she's also, she also has dead parents. Um, oh wow. She was kind of abandoned in this, uh, I mentioned this in the world building episode, this, um, tribal town called Maris. Um, she hated it. Uh, and she's like a really, really good fighter, but she didn't like the system and she ran away. She is not interested in, um... Even though a lot of, like, bad things happen to her there, she's not interested in, like, any sort of revenge or, like, trying to prove herself or triumph over that city. Like, she's just kind of moved on. She's a really fun character, right? She, um, she has a lot of weird exclamations, which is fun, and she considers herself a very creative person, which, um, uh, she's very fun and spunky. She falls into a lot of tropes, but that's fine. I love her anyway. Um, and then the other best friend is August. Love August. August is precious. He's amazing. Um, he, Akala is like my favorite, and August is also my favorite. See what I mean? My fade character is my favorite. It's not good, but um, he is. He's had a very. Okay, I don't want to say he's had a good life. Um, he does have kind of a bad backstory too, but he has a parent, which is good. A parent. A parent, yay! Finally, <laughs> someone to um, make sure these kids are doing okay. They're not kids, though, are yeah, they? Yeah, they're, well, Akella is 16. Okay. Yeah, she's younger. Um, so August is, he's so sweet. Uh, he has very, very strong morals, very strong sense of the way that things work. He does not, he does not have a lot of doubt. He's very brave. He really, um, hates when people mistreat books. Um, Oh, so he's a nerd. Yeah, a little bit. I guess you could say that. Um, he's a sweet boy. He doesn't like, (laughs) he doesn't like breaking rules, which is not very good for him. You always have to have a character who doesn't like breaking rules. Considering the, yeah, considering the way the story goes. He and Odessa were friends first. Be- Since they were kids. Before Akella Before came. she came to the town. Like, the first friend that Odessa ever had, because she was incapable of making friends. Oh, wow. Uh, well, not incapable. She just didn't want to. She didn't care. Um, and then Akella came along and kind of forced her way into the group. Um, forced her way? <laughs> well, August helped. Odessa was skeptical. They, yeah. So, Odessa and August have a long history. Best friends for forever. Akella also has a long history with them. They're very tight as a friend group. And... Tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have a crisp friend group. A crisp <laughs> friend group. We're bringing back the crispiness yes. into this episode. Um, so, Odessa and August kind of are a thing, oh. but not really. Um, like, there's, yeah, there's issues with that because they're very... Issues. Not issues, like, not... It's I'm not going to say issues. Um, yeah. But also, Odessa is very, I don't know. Afraid of relationships? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, that's not what she's thinking about, um, like, ever. It's it's complicated. I don't really, uh, I'll get into that more later, probably. But they, yeah, they have a complicated friendship just because they're very different. And it's, um, 
it's a weird, it's hard to write because it's a weird balance because they have similarities and they have very, very big differences. Okay, I need to um, give a shout out to August's mom. She is amazing. <laughs> so, it's good they, they have a mom. Yeah, she's, she's all of their mom. <laughs> she's a collective mom. Um, but she owns a bakery. Oh, and um, I think we mentioned that in we the did last... mention this. Um, it's amazing. Akella practically lives there, but we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Akella is me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually originally had intentions to base Akella off of Madeline. Fun fact, and Odessa off of me. Okay, August's mom is amazing. She's very supportive. She's a good mom. Um, she owns a bakery. What more could you say? Yeah. Um. Although in Hunger Games, Peta's mom owned, well, worked in a bakery, and she was not nice. Oh, that's not good. So, it doesn't always guarantee niceness. <laughs> yeah. In this case. In this case, it does. So, my main villains are, okay, so, well, um, Julius, <laughs> who is August's brother, whoa, <laughs> whoa, um, which is interesting. Um, I really love that trope. It's like the evil brother trope. As you, yeah. we. I think we mentioned that in the villain episode with our other work. So that's kind of where August's slightly sad backstory comes, comes into play. Just because he feels a lot of guilt about things. And then uh, Garion, who... Oh, is that how you pronounce it? How do you, how do you pronounce it? Garion. <laughs> Garion. Garion. I say it, I... My Texas accent showing through there. Garion. Um, <laughs> I say Garion. Garion. Um, it sounds way more evil that way. <laughs> that's good. Um, I would definitely say Garion is a sympathetic character. He's done a lot of wrong. Really? He's, He's older. Um, yeah, it used to not be that way in the yeah. old drafts. She, oh, yeah. So Garion, he is interesting. He, I made him in the most recent drafts. I made him sympathetic. Um, he is the king. The king. Um, he, he's, he has backstory with Odessa's parents, had conflict with them. So, that's interesting. Um, he's pretty old. He, old? How old is he? I actually, hmm. Like, ballpark estimate. 60s? 60s? Like, okay. not old. Like, if not you're 60 and listening to this, I'm not calling you old. You can still take over the world when you're in your 60s. So those are the two villains. Julius is very um, bad. He's kind of dramatic. Garon is is a interesting person. He uh, has a redemption arc. It's really cool. I love writing it. I write chapters. Um, I mentioned this in the villain episode from Julius's point of view, and it's so fun. I love it. It's my favorite thing. So... I think I need to talk about the plot a little bit. Um, okay. Yeah, so the basic plot, like, it's set up as a murder mystery. Oh. It's not, like, it's it's set up that way. Yeah. Like, you've read. Yeah, murder, I've read. I do that like way, that. It seems very it, interesting I, for the, yeah. for your world. And it doesn't end up, like, everything, like, things happen very fast. Like, it's not a long like oh who done it thing like they kind of know pretty fast um and then it's a <laughs> a rebellion slash overthrowing the tyrant story um for a while <laughs> uh 
Who um, doesn't love those? Yeah, and that goes into Garion's um, redemption arc. Garion. And Julius's, um, you know, move to take power. He, so I mentioned this in the one, uh, uh, episode, Julius is the minion of Garion, um, who is actually playing mind games and kind of controlling him more than, um, you would think. Which oh. you see from the uh, chapters from his point of view, he has a plan Garion has a plan which includes Julius. Julius has a plan that doesn't include Garion. Oh, I and see. I didn't know that. He's using him. See, I thought Julius was supposed to be your sympathetic villain. Nope. Oh <laughs> wow, that's that's surprising. Things have changed. Yeah. Um. So. And then, in the second half of the book, after they kind of, um, after Garion's redemption arc and some other things. Um, it takes another turn. This is a very... Oh, boy. And it becomes, like, a picaresque adventure. A uh, what? Picaresque. Have you ever heard that word? I have never heard that word. What does that mean? We used to use it in literature class. Like, I don't know if we use it when you hear it. It means, like, uh, like an adventure story. Like, the Odyssey is picaresque, where picaresque. you have different settings, and they're traveling. Um, oh, okay. And it's not in the a same journey. place. Because they're... In my case, they're not exactly pursuing. They're more running away. Oh, boy. Um, which changes. That's that's very brief, too. So, in the second half, um, the last draft that I wrote was 80,000 words. It was originally going to be wow. 40,000. I was going to do just... I was going to end it with the overthrowing thing. But it didn't seem like a complete story. And I wanted to bring more into it. And so, I connected my idea for one of the sequels into it as an ongoing thing. And it became, like, a two-part story, twofold, if you will. Um, and then, so, in my second book, there's um, a slightly new cast of characters. Um, they One of the places they go is this town called the Liptonai. Um, it, it's a fine town. It's very similar to the other town that they're in. Um, just, a, like, it's, the world building is very similar, is what I'm trying to say. Um, and they meet... Um, the royal family there. Um, yeah. And the king is fine. Um, <laughs> not much to say about him till the second book. Um, he's still fine in the second book. It's not, not that dramatic. Um, um, and then there's Charles. And see, Charles is a new addition to the books, and Nadalyn doesn't know much about Charles. I do not. But he is amazing. Um, initially he has not much interest in, um, these, like, three strangers, um, but his sister does. His sister is, uh, I kind of played into the, uh, I didn't mean to do this, I played into the trope of the rebellious princess. Oh, but yeah, I that's made a nice it, trope. But I made it negative. Oh, yeah? Um, so she's, she wants to run away more than anything else. She has, she's kind of spoiled, she has no responsibilities, but she still thinks that she, that, that, like, the power is, like, she doesn't have enough control over her own life, so she wants to run away. Um, Charles has, like, all of this responsibilities. He's a guy. It's how it is. Um, not saying that in every circumstance princesses didn't have responsibilities, but in this circumstance. Um, so Charles has all these responsibilities, so he's, he doesn't even think of running away. He kind of has to... Uh, he's younger than uh, his sister Amber, but he kind of has to keep her in control, I guess, like, she's just blatant, like, she's not a, you know, she's not a positive person, Yeah. um, and she ends up being evil, which is actually not as big of a plot point as it needs to be, that's something I'm gonna 
fix in the rewrite. Um, but uh, Amber's betrayal leads to, um, like, the August Odessa and Akella kind of taking Charles in. Um, he, they, they don't intend for it to be long-term because he is a prince. And you don't really, like, kidnap a prince. Um, you don't? <laughs> I mean, you can. Wow. They did. Um, no. Uh, it was, they did not kidnap him. He wanted to go. Uh, he just didn't want to be there while all of this was being dealt with after they deal with Amber, but he doesn't want to be there to see how it turns out. Like, he just, it's too much for him. And they're like, hey, you just need to come with us for, like, a little bit. And he's like, okay, I I need a vacation. <laughs> um, that's not exactly how it goes, but that's, like, the best way I can explain it without spoiling anything. Yeah. Um, and he, he's great. I love him. And then the other character, oh, and he, yeah, he gets caught up in the adventure, doesn't want to go back, um, which is a big plot point in the second book, like a huge plot point. Um, the other character, uh, the other new character is Lysandra. Lysandra. She. That's a name. Yeah. She's almost a foil to Odessa. Yeah. Um, she is very, I think she's pretty morally gray. Uh, we talked about this in the villains episode. She helps them, but she has she has history with Julius, and oh. she was, yeah, she works for him now, but she oh. kind of wants to kill him. He tried to kill her dad, so oh, um, it's bad. Oh, this is like Hamlet. Yeah. But Hamlet yeah. survives. So. Um, and is bad. And is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Lysandra is... So she switches over to helping them. Um, she becomes friends with Odessa before anyone else, and Odessa has kind of seen by then. She um, she kind of sees her own similarities in Lysandra and realizes, I guess, that she could become her, and she wants... I don't know. That's she, an interesting subversion of the, like, just, like, the villain trope, where they're not really the villain, but they're still not who the main character wants, wants to, to be. be. Yeah. yeah. She ends up helping them. She's still very morally gray throughout that but she like she becomes attached to them and all um she becomes a really fun character to write um it's complicated to write someone like her but she's really fun a thing i struggle with is making charles and august too similar they're not um but they both have evil siblings um they kind of bond over that i guess um (laughs) uh which is cool uh another thing very notable with charles it's kind of like the found family trope where he doesn't feel like his place is as the prince anymore, um, even yeah. though he never previously would have thought that. When they visit uh, the town where everything is set in the first half, half Penobit, um, he meets um, August's mom, and um, who is the baker. And so Charles is a baker boy, and he starts helping out at the bakery, and he really likes it. It's just something really simple for him, and he's not used to simple, he's used to complicated, and he, um, he really likes it, and August's mom wants to, like, adopt Charles. Not really, like, she just, yeah, no, wants to employ him because August is not, not a baker boy. (laughs) He's very bad at it, in fact. Um, in fact, so is Odessa, and in fact, so is Akella. They've all tried. All of them have failed. They've all been, um, uh... 
August's mom has attempted to employ each of them at different periods of time. Uh, oh not boy. during, not during the plot. Um, but, um, he, he really gets caught up in, um, just really liking Odessa and August and Akella, um, and just, um, almost as, and the thing is he still has a little bit of hesitation. He loves his kingdom. He knows that, like, he's the heir. He has to go back at some point, but he starts kind of ignoring that and, um, pretending like he doesn't. And, yeah, and he wants to, his, his new dream is to work in a bakery, which is cool for him, although, um, it's very different from his princely duties, which is a thing in the second book. He has yeah. to, he has to go back, guys. That's a nice He trope. has to go back. <laughs> um, so Dessa, my main character, falls into, like, the trope where she kind of is struggling to fight back. Um. Against what? against uh, all that's happening with Julius, um, even though, like, it's August's sibling, and like I said, August feels like it's his responsibility. Um, but she, especially in the first half, this ties into her character development, she just, um, she really, she really struggles with, um, I guess, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to put this. She's a very complex character, and it's very hard for me to write her. It's really difficult for me to put it into words. Um, but uh, she, um, she's just hesitant. Um, she has had a hard life, and she kind of wants to dwell on that. She uses it as an excuse sometimes, whereas Akella really doesn't. Akella's moved on. Um, okay, by the end. Um, character development is interesting um I'm trying to think of like I'm trying to now I'm trying to put it put where each character ends up by the end um without spoilers um so like I said Odessa has very major character development probably the most major she just really I guess finds her purpose um and what she wants to do um but she's not she's still not a totally developed character gotta leave something for the sequels um <laughs> August, um, he has overcome a lot of things, um, he, like, a lot of guilt and some other major things that he started out with, um, he, uh, Akella ends up being a much more, she, I guess she kind of realizes the heaviness of some things, kind of starts to realize when to be serious and when not to, but she just ends up realizing the weight of these things. Um, and her character development is more complex than that. I just don't want to get into it too much because I feel like I'll start spoiling stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And then uh, Charles and Lysandra's character development really happens in the second book. So I won't really talk about that. Um, yeah. I want to mention, just before this is over, I thought I would talk more about this. Um, August and Odessa. Um, August and Odessa. They're really, they're really fun. Um. Yeah, but they're cuties. I struggle to make them like work sometimes, just because mm-hmm. um, Odessa's gotten progressively more angsty through the drafts. Um, yeah. and August is just um, very sunshiny, a ray of sunshine. Yeah, which is good because Odessa needs someone like that. Uh, and that's not to say that Odessa has a dark, evil personality. She just um, 
or that she uh, is morally um, gray. She is pessimistic. Problems. Yeah, she's a little. She's a little pessimistic. Um, exactly. Um, I don't have much to say about that because not much comes of that in the first book. If I'm being honest, um, just because uh, the first book I really wanted to focus on everyone's friendships and where they are as a friend mm-hmm. group. Uh, before getting into that, and just, like, honestly showing how close everyone is and bringing other characters into that as well. I'll also mention um, Charles and Akella. Charles and Akella. They're very sweet. Uh, they're very sweet. They, um, they are kind of a thing. It, mm, I won't say too... Mm, I don't want to say too much about that because it's also... <laughs> it, Whereas Augustine Odessa's relationship isn't, their relationship becomes, like, a big plot point, if that makes sense. Like, it becomes a thing, like a, yeah. Anyways. Relevant to the plot. Yeah, it becomes more relevant, uh, intertwined with the plot. Um, and uh, Charles Charles's struggle with finding his place and who he is and whether or not he needs to stay. And, yeah, so their relationship kicks off in the second half. Um, although Charles thinks Akella is weird for a long time, I will say. Um, <laughs> is weird? Yeah. Yeah. Because she is, but that's fine. Um, so, yeah, I have to admit, um, I'd say that I really have, I really, really, really like Akella. She's probably my favorite, but Charles, when he comes in, he kind of becomes my favorite. She's, she's so sweet. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I know that I'm making August and Charles seem very similar in this, um, they're not, um, it's hard to explain. Charles is, uh, not a ray of sunshine like August is. Um, he tends to, he really, uh, feels the heaviness of things and yeah. puts a lot of responsibility on himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he hasn't had much time in his life to, um, that develop sounds, as a person. That sounds very familiar. What? It sounds a lot like our, um, in that one book that we tried to write together with Algernon from the villain episode. It sounds like... Everett! Oh my gosh. Everett, Everett. is Algernon's good king brother. Everett is a sun is a sunshine boy, though. He's... I feel like Charles is... But Everett yeah. also feels yeah. like he is crushed by responsibility. You can really tell what my favorite tropes are <laughs> by looking that's at okay. these things. But it's okay. That's okay. I have a lot of repetition, but... So, that's my main my main characters. Um, I have other side characters, of course. Um, actually, not many. There's just a librarian. Would you say your story is more plot-based or character-based? I think it's more character-based. Yeah. From where it's come from. I yeah. really focus on character development. Um, and it makes me not feel guilty about ha- not having an over-complex plot. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like I need a really complicated plot. It's interesting for sure. I love working with the characters and seeing where they go, especially Charles. It's been interesting for him since he's like one of the he's the newest character. Like he hasn't been in as many drafts as anyone else. Um, so it's super interesting to work with him because he's just he's new. <laughs> and I've had the other characters for years and years, except for Lysandra. She's relatively new, not as new. Yeah. I remember the first time I drew her, which is interesting. Um, so I have. Yeah, that's my book. Um, it ties in. You're probably wondering. You're probably going to comment that the title has nothing to do with the book, 
that's because um I really don't want to spoil much, so I didn't talk much about the plot. Yeah. But there is like slight magic at play, a lot of things like that. There used to be baby dragons. Um, baby that dragons. Not, that is not a thing anymore. I, they baby, I, they're like miniature dragons. I didn't know about this. What? This is weird. I, this is a weird draft, though. It was. I don't know. I loved dragons. Me too. When I, I was it's, little, it's I think, so random though. I was just like, wow. I want dragons in my book, and so I'm putting yeah. them in my book. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to make sure that there's nothing else that I have to say. Um, just. But I think that's all, guys. Um, yeah, I'm sure if there's anything else that ends up being relevant relevant to later episodes, we'll, mention we'll just it. mention yeah. it when it comes up. So yeah, yeah. I so love Elise's book. It's so Thank interesting. You. Yeah. And I guess there we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back with part two, where I will tell y'all about my book. Yeah. So thank you for listening.